Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey none other than your host, former NFL lineman Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. I never do that. I bring it for you guys. I don't know, 25, 27 minutes every day. It is a monster Monday. We are presented by DraftKings. And I'm going to tell you kind of my overarching themes from the Sunday that was week seven in the NFL, as well as the two or three takeaways Really, the only thing you need to know about these games moving forward. You already know the scores, right, for the most part. But what are the things from the games that are notable moving forward for these teams? Tuesday, we got power rankings. Wednesday, we got a a surprise guest each week. Thursday, Greg Cosell, the NFL Films legend. And then Friday, we're right back at it. I'm making my picks again. College Draft Podcast drops every Monday as well. Emery is fantastic. Emory Hunt, highly encouraged. If you like college football at all, or betting on college football, or the NFL draft, or any of that stuff, to listen or watch that show, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, even money podcast. Another positive week for your boy. Of course, that drops every Tuesday. By the way, it's a new week, which means we'll have a new spread the word winner via social media. Maybe the easiest contest to win in the world. You just engage with at Ross Tucker Pod or at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You know what we'll do this week? We'll do a Facebook review. Someone that gives us a Facebook review of Ross Tucker Pod. I'm, I'm giving you the answers to the test ahead of time. A Facebook review of Ross Tucker Pod. Sponsor confirmation email winner. We love because we love our sponsors. Just make sure you email it to me. After you take advantage of it, Ross at RossTucker.com. And then I just got the email from the guy who won the YouTube shout out last week. I will create that personal video for you today. YouTube.com slash NFL. Just like a little comment there and subscribe. The shout out of the day goes to Winston Bentley as we continue to rack up the Patreons. Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's big show time. 
The Big Show. All right, Ross, before we get into each game, what were your overall themes for Week 7 across the NFL? Well, I guess the first one I think is notable was news that came out before the games regarding Bill Belichick signing a lucrative new contract this offseason. So there's some interesting stuff going on right now, just so everybody knows. There's some stuff going on behind the scenes. Remember this, especially when you're talking about the Patriots. No information gets out unless they want it to get out. So somebody wanted you to know and me to know that Belichick signed a lucrative contract extension. I believe to try to shut down, shut off the idea that Belichick could be on the hot seat or could be fired. I think that's the idea. But then Tommy Curran, who works for NBC Sports Boston up there, he said, well, I'd be real surprised if that extension goes past 2024. So sounds like maybe the extension was only for one more year, for just 2024. And it doesn't sound like it would preclude Kraft from making a move with Belichick if that's what's warranted. So just remember, you know, Andrew Brandt does a pretty good Brant-slation on social media. But just all the information that you get. Look, this is one of the only things I remember from college, to be honest with you. One of the only things I learned, I remember from Princeton was always consider the source for any information that you take in and why that information might be being made available to you. So, okay, that's number one. It's kind of off the field. On the field, it was not any given Sunday, Sunday. I mean, that's, that's what we love about it, right? Do you think anybody thought after the way that Browns defense played against the Niners offense last week that Gardner Minshew and the Colts would put up 30-some points against that Browns defense? No. I'll answer that question for you. I'll answer that question for me. No. No, they did not. Nobody thought that the Colts would put up that many points. Nobody thought. I don't think that the Giants would come out, score a couple touchdowns in the first half against the Commanders when they hadn't scored an offensive touchdown in the first half the whole season. Or that the Patriots and Mac Jones would have his best game of the year against the Bills defense that had been playing pretty well. Or that the Ravens would absolutely annihilate the Detroit Lions, a Lions defense that had been playing very well. I don't think people thought that that would happen with the Ravens making it look like it was a high school game and trying to initiate the mercy rule up 35 nothing, the running clock. So this is why we love it. The any given Sunday nature of the NFL, it's incredible. That's why we love it. You never really know. I'll say this too. One of the great equalizers in the sport that we saw yet again yesterday These red zone turnovers, man. I mean, these red zone turnovers. First of all, Desmond Ritter had three more. He had three more red zone turnovers. He had three fumbles, I think. A fumbled snap on the one-yard line. A fumble at the one-yard line going in for a touchdown to seal the game. 
and a fumble like at like the uh, 11 yard line. Desmond, you, you cannot do that. It's unbelievable that the Falcons still won that game. But he's not the only one. I mean, the Chargers are in there, one score game. Herbert gets the ball tipped, goal to go situation, intercepted. Herbert got a bunch of balls tipped for a 6 6 guy, by the way. Geno Smith, again. How many times is Geno Smith going to do this? He just did it the week before, and now, you know, he threw a terrible, terrible interception in the red zone. It is a huge, huge differentiator for these teams. It just is. Other takeaways, and we'll get to it. I'm so happy for that Tyson Bajant kid. I'm so happy. Can you imagine playing D2 football last year and then you're starting for the Chicago Bears against the Raiders? You have your 65 people or whatever come. By the way, he doesn't make that much money. That was probably like his whole game check to pay for all those people to come for the game and get tickets and stuff. I, I am thrilled that he made the most of his opportunity. Two more things. And we'll probably talk about this tomorrow in the power rankings, Jack. But every week I feel like we have a new, are they the best team? They look like they might be the best team. And this week it feels like it was the Ravens. The last thing is, I I get real disappointed in in the officiating sometimes. Really disappointing. Like, that, I don't care who wins the Steelers-Rams game. But that spot on the Kenny Pickett quarterback sneak, Are you out of your mind? Are you kidding? And there's no way for us to correct that? And listen, you guys know I do some work for the Eagles, and I do these daily Ross Report videos now for social media, talking about the Eagles. Terrible roughing the passer on Christian Wilkins. They, They don't call James Bradbury grabbing Cedric Wilson's face mask as he tried to catch the ball. Now, that was a ball-don't-lie situation, though, because the very next play, it was a pick-six, I think, by Hurt. So that was a ball-don't-lie. But the ball can't always... Ball-don't-lie doesn't always work, okay? How about just refs don't lie? How about just refs make the right call? That would be nice. Just like it'd be nice if you guys made the right call and learned a new language. People that speak three languages, trilingual. Someone who speaks two bilingual someone who speaks one you probably you okay so learn Babel. get Babel. big fan you know why none of us have that much time right so these 10 minute lessons are awesome you can start speaking like the basics in as little as three weeks and i got a special limited time deal for you guys my peeps to get you started right now Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at Babbel.com slash Ross. Get 55% off at Babbel.com slash Ross, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Ross. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Ross, we'll start with what you mentioned earlier. Baltimore just steamrolls the Lions 38-6. How about it, man? I mean, they just marched seemingly every drive they had. The first one, they had like a fourth and one at the seven, and they ran a sweet bootleg, and Ronnie Stanley killed a dude, a safety, into the back of the end zone. Then the next touchdown, Lamar Jackson just bought like 10 seconds worth of time, just ran around, la la da I mean, it is impossible for the Lions to ask their guys to cover that long. I think it was Aguilar that scored most of the game, by the way. That Ravens defense, they're good. That D coordinator, Mike McDonald, he's a young guy. Was at Michigan, I think, two years ago. He's going to start to get some love for head coaching interviews. Young, smart guy. I don't know that they're like the most talented defense, but... They get a lot of pressure. I mean, Jared Goff didn't look or feel comfortable all game. Lamar Jackson had an MVP caliber performance, and he absolutely is in the top five in that category right now. And the Ravens just dominated the trenches. And when you do that, you're going to win a lot of football games. And that's surprising, by the way, against the Lions team that had been winning most of that, those trench battles. Tyson Bajan looked really impressive in his first full start, a 30-12 win over the Raiders. Well, we weren't sure, Jack, exactly who was going to start a quarterback when we did our, our picks last week. It was Brian Hoyer because I think Josh McDaniels thought, well, they're going to go with a rookie quarterback. I don't want to go with a rookie quarterback as well. If I just have Hoyer and he doesn't make mistakes, we can at least beat the Bears with Bajan and get this win. First of all, Dante Foreman ran like an absolute man-possessed. Why wasn't he getting more carries earlier in the year? That guy is a load. I'm a Dante Foreman fan. Bajan didn't have any turnovers. Ran for a couple first downs. Looked like he knew what the heck was going on. Took care of the ball. They didn't ask him to drive it down the field that much. I don't care. He played well. They managed the game. They managed him. He managed the game. Threw it underneath. Hoyer was not good. Had a pick six. Eventually benched. Jalen Johnson had a couple interceptions, including that pick six. Really, really bad loss for the Raiders. Just, a, I mean, you know, that, that's, that's a loss McDaniels can't have. You lose by three scores to a Division II rookie making his first start. Good for Tyson Bajit, man. Cleveland gets some helpful penalties on their final drive to beat the Colts, 39-38. This was another game where you're right, Jack, the officiating um, was an issue, but you still got to give the Browns some credit. In fact, they're going to be my fourth quarter team of the week. Fourth quarter picks are brought to you by HubSpot Sales Hub, the software that helps teams have their best Q4 performance by giving them the analytics tools they need to build a winning playbook. Look, we're in Q4. We're looking for closers. The Browns were closers. 
they had a couple closers. Number one, Miles Garrett. I mean, that's about as close as I've seen to a defensive player winning a game by himself in a long time. But that end of the game, the Browns, they had to have it. P.J. Walker made a couple clutch throws. Even when they got on the goal line and it looked like they weren't going to win, the Colts are going to have an epic goal line stand. They call a run finally on fourth down. Kareem Hunt gets in. To be able to win that game with the defense playing poorly and Watson getting hurt again is gigantic for the Browns, which is why they are my fourth quarter team of the week. I would also say this, Jack. You know, Minshew did some really positive things. You're right that the Browns probably benefited from a a couple of uh, debatable calls late. I didn't think those calls, though, were as bad as some of the other ones we saw throughout throughout the day, like the ones I mentioned. If you're the Colts, you know, they had their chances. You can't let Jerome Ford have a 70-yard touchdown run. Um, you know, Kenny Moore had an interception he just dropped. How do you not have a better plan for Miles Garrett to not let him ruin the game? I thought Jonathan Taylor looked really good, by the way, in terms of takeaways moving forward for the the Colts. That's the positive. The negative is very, very winnable game. Mac Jones leads the Patriots down the field in the closing moments to beat Buffalo 29-25. So the Bills need to ask themselves some really tough questions right now because they haven't played well in a while. The Jacksonville game was putrid. The Giants game, they were, let's be honest, very fortunate to win. And then the Patriots game, look, credit the Bills for finding a way to get the lead in the fourth quarter. They were almost the fourth quarter team of the week from HubSpot. But then they they, they lost the lead late. I mean, they're down 12 points. Kendrick Bourne gifts them a fumble. Stephon Diggs makes an unbelievable touchdown where he wasn't touched down the ground. But the Bills not able to get it done. You, If you're the Bills, you can't let Mac Jones look that good. You, I mean, the guy hasn't played well all year. And you let him look like Tom Brady out there? Having his best game of the season? Throwing the ball to guys like Pop Douglas and Pharaoh Brown? And now the Bills are 4-3. and three. They're, they're lucky the Dolphins lost. Really, or fortunate the Dolphins lost. They're still very much in the mix. But... It's hard to have a lot of confidence that the Bills are going to be able to go on a playoff run at this point. Tensions begin to rise in Washington following a 14-7 loss to the New York Giants. So, and I, I love what Jonathan Allen said after the game. He makes a ton of money, but you know what? This matters to him. It's important to him. Losing stinks. He wants to win. So I'm not going to use the language that he used, because I don't swear on this podcast. I really don't swear much, period. I don't really see the point. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, I always think it's like, use a different word. There's young people that listen to the show or watch us, youtube.com slash rawstockrifle. I just don't need to do it. I can get my point across or message across without having to swear. At any rate, the Giants defense has been much better the last couple of weeks. Wink Martindale has that crew playing well. The corners, Deontay Banks, the D-lines getting after it, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence. They're looking more like the Giants defense we expected to see. Uh, and then offensively, man, 
I don't know if you're the Giants. I mean, they're going to bring Daniel Jones back, I know, and they gave him a lot of money. But, wow. I mean, Tyrod Taylor feels like he moves the team better than them. He's getting Jalen Hyatt involved, getting Darren Waller involved. I think the Giants, this might be one of those where the Giants make sure that Daniel Jones is ridiculously, ridiculously 100% before they bring him back. Atlanta beats Tampa in a low-scoring divisional effort, 16-13. Weird game. Bad loss for the Bucks. I mean, Bijan Robinson barely plays because he's evidently not feeling well, not feeling quite right, according to Arthur Smith. We don't really have a lot of info there. Desmond Ritter, the opposing quarterback, fumbled the ball three times within your 15, and you got the ball, and you still lost that game? What would the score have been if Ritter only fumbled once or if Ritter only fumbled twice? That's a bad look for the Bucs, really bad look. I thought Baker Mayfield was up and down, and I also thought that the Falcons' defense very much came to play. That's a much-improved unit. Pittsburgh gets it down the road in front of their fans 24-17. Both teams put guys on IR late in the week. Friermuth, the tight end for the Steelers, had a setback. That's a tough loss because they like to go to him in certain situations. Kyron Williams on IR for the Rams. This is a big game for these teams. Um, The Steelers' offense finally came alive a little bit in the second half. George Pickens, Jalen Warren, Deontay Johnson, I think, helps. It's just, I mentioned it earlier, that spot on the picket sneak. Now, listen, it's unfortunate for the Rams that they didn't have any timeouts. You know, that that's one reason why before you get to the two-minute warning, it's nice to have a timeout in your back pocket in case you need to challenge something like that. But McVay couldn't. They should actually, they should come up with something there, Jack, where you can still challenge you just like you lose 15 yards or something if you're wrong. You should still be able to challenge an obvious mistake like that. Uh, the, the big issue for the Rams is Maher. Maher went bad again, the kicker. They're going to have to get another kicker. He went, he's in his own head again now. Seattle moves to 4 and 2 with a 20 to 10 win over the Cardinals. So the Seahawks activated, or the, the Cardinals activated Buda Baker, and the Seahawks didn't have DK Metcalf for the first game, but the other guys made up for it. Jackson Smith and Jigba had his best game. Jake Bobo had an insane touchdown catch. And really, Gino kept the Cardinals in it with that terrible interception, fumbled snap. Dobbs' legs are the best offense for Arizona. They don't get very much in the passing game. And, man, I like some of these guys on defense for the Seahawks, especially Devin Witherspoon. That rookie is outrageous. He might be the, I mean, is there a better rookie on defense in the NFL? He's got to be up there. Am I missing somebody, Jack? Jalen Carter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Witherspoon's really good, too, man. He's really, really good. You know what else is really good? Getting food delivered to your house. Just like the clock will stop soon on this podcast, whenever the game clock stops, that's time to order in with DoorDash. Pizza cravings hit at halftime, ordering time. Dreaming about tacos during a timeout? Boom. They're on your doorstep. Wait, you want burgers, chips, dips, drinks, and wings instead? Even better. Order on DoorDash and get everything you want delivered without missing a minute 
of the game. And then you know what you do, Jack? You drink it with some Labatt Blue Lights. You wash down the food with some Labatt Blue Lights. Live life to the power of we. They're delicious. I had several this weekend. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Denver is able to hold off Green Bay to secure a 19-17 win. Dude, our guy Kareem Jackson got ejected. He's going to get fined again. I mean, he's just, uh, he, he needs to stop. You can deliver forceful blows without it being to the head or neck area, Kareem. Both Jordan Love touchdowns, crazy lucky. I mean, the one he threw up for grabs should have been picked by Sertain. The other one went right through his one guy's hand to the other guy, crazy lucky. I'd be concerned if I'm a Packers fan right now about Jordan Love. I'd be starting to get concerned. Uh, the run game was pretty good for the Broncos. Cortland Sutton's having a nice season. And the, I mean, if you're the Packers, how do you let that Broncos defense slow you down like that? Travis Kelsey dominates the Chargers in a 31-17 Chiefs win. Huge first half for Kelsey. Chargers did absolutely nothing in the second half other than that Herbert interception. You know, these new guys for the Chiefs that they just activated, Hardman, Amenahu, making plays. And Mahomes, he's as good as I've ever seen with making plays with his legs. Seems like every time they need a first down, he's able to somehow get them that first down. Eagles beat the Dolphins at Kelly Green, 31-17. Why is that color so beautiful? It, it does every, you know what? It's not just because I grew up an Eagles fan and that was their color in the 80s. It's not. Because everybody else, Jack, on social media says how beautiful it is too. Yeah, I mean, it's there's no color like it. I mean, there, we've never really, besides like the Celtics, I can't really think of another team in sports that wears that color, like that shade of green almost. Is the Celtics the same color, you think? No, but it's like a light, lightish. Like their new Nike ones are like kind of like that, a similar shade of like a lighter lighter green. I'm trying to think of another team. I don't know, like, like the Athletics in, or Oakland, Las yeah. Vegas soon to be similar. So, so at any rate, for this game, the Eagles were better up front both sides of the ball. You know, the Dolphins came in pretty banged up on the O-line and they lose win. They didn't have Xavier Howard. But the Eagles also don't have... Either starter at safety, and the guy they had at nickel corner they just picked up. Jalen Hurts played well. You know, he's obviously not 100%, and you could see that, but just the toughness. He still made some clutch throws, even though he had some turnovers. A.J. Brown is just an outrageous football player for the Eagles. They were the better team. They also absolutely got the benefit of the officiating for sure. And the Dolphins had their chances. I mean, Tyreek Hill dropped the touchdown, which, you know, had the Dolphins right there in the mix. Big win for the Eagles. Not a surprising bounce-back win after they lost the Jets. I just didn't envision them losing two in a row, and they didn't. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shoutouts! MyFrontPageStory.com, by far the best gift you can get anybody. Holidays, Christmas is two months away. Order your story now, before it's too late. Get it way ahead of time. MyFrontPageStory.com. Then you got BackOfficeScheduler.com, Go-Bangles.com, SteakhouseSports.com, 
humanheadnyc.com, Sportaculture, and Pizza Boy Brewing.